Welcome to the Columbus Connection, a weekly public affairs program produced in, for, and about Columbus County, North Carolina. Now here's your host, the managing editor of Columbus County News, Jefferson Weaver. Hello everyone, this is Jefferson Weaver with WTXY and ColumbusCountyNews.com. Coming to you with the Columbus Connection today. Got my friend Milton Parker here, and Milton, we're going to talk about gardening, but a different kind of gardening. Yes, it's called raised bed gardening, or as we have termed it, sustainable gardening and small farming. And you're not just talking about, you know, the couple of little raised beds that I've got going on in my backyard. You're looking at a, a much larger project. Yeah, we're trying to get it involved as into as much of the county as possible. Columbus County is the third largest county geographically in the state. And so it started back in January, I'm sorry, in February uh, with a vision to call it Feed My People. Now, where, now, of course, I know where this comes from, but tell tell our listeners where, where you got the idea from. Well, it, from. it pays to listen to the voice of the Lord, truly. And uh, it came out of a vision from John 21, verses 15, 16, and 17, where the Lord was speaking to Peter. And he said, well, do you love me, Peter? And Peter says, yes, feed my lamb, feed my sheep, feed my sheep. Well, he said it three times. So there was an emphasis on, okay, Peter, you know what you need to do. So the Lord revealed to me, I want you to feed my people using your knowledge and technical background. And so I took that and we did cast the vision to the people with the first leadership meeting back in February. We've actually had two since then. Uh, to have about 10 or 12 people serve on this committee representing uh, different backgrounds across the county to help put this thing in to hit the ground with it. And these raised beds can be serving wherever they're they're put together, constructed, to serve as training sites to show people how they can grow their own vegetables in a small space because food right now is going to become more critical uh, food instability, whatever you want to call it. We can do a lot of this right here in Columbus County, but it's going to take coordination, communications, and cooperation. I mean, I, if you have been to the grocery store lately, you understand how important this is. I mean, I was I was absolutely shocked the other day that I was able to actually go back and check, and I literally paid 47% more for what I got that evening than for what I had, about the same thing I got about a year before. It was mm-hmm. just coincidental how it timed out to where I could compare that. But 47%. And, I mean, I've got a good job. So, uh, you know, these folks who don't, you know, who haven't been so blessed, I mean, this is going to be very, very hard times coming up. If you know, if It really will be. And uh, we need to be prepared. You know, the old saying, and you know this, as well as as well as I do, that if you fail, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. So I'm encouraging people, and I need more and more contacts. I'm willing to talk to people, talk to civic clubs. I just recently talked with the Whiteville Garden Club. They're excited about hopefully them putting in uh, raised beds. Now, where have you? Uh, you've already got some beds out right now. Yes. Uh, how many locations do you have? Well, I've got three beds in my backyard. We just recently 
planted uh, two beds at Northwood Church. We're going to put in a bed down with my friend Boshaw, Pastor Boshaw, at Diamond Branch Church down across from uh, Short Brothers. We're going to put one out at the fairgrounds. We've gotten approval for that. Uh, we're going to put one down at South Columbus High School involving the FFA students. And we're looking for more sites. But the more sites we find and identify, we need manpower. We need people investing time, effort, and donations into this because obviously it's going to take money with the cost of uh, lumber and the soilless mix, et cetera. And we just finished the, uh, the beds out at the hospital uh, yesterday, and we'll be planting this week those beds. And that was through the effort of uh, Dr. Jugda Kahai, who is the pediatrician out there. That started with a vision with her. So we coordinated that about five years ago. And so that's coming to fruition after two years of COVID. Now, what kind of plants are we talking about in these gardens generally? I mean, that's, what could... What are some of the things that people can grow in a raised bed? Well, right now we're transitioning into the warm season vegetables. You can put flowers in them. You can put uh, 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 foliage plants in them. But we're primarily interested in growing uh, vegetables. We can also, alongside or accompany those beds, we can put in fruit trees like figs, pawpaws. Uh, I knew you'd get your pawpaws in there. I'm <laughs> glad you got your pawpaws in there. <laughs> But we're primarily talking right now, uh, we're the third week in April, you, uh, tomatoes, peppers, eggplants, um, stuff that can be grown in small areas, uh, basically warm season vegetables that you can grow through April, May, June until things get really hot and they get wiped out. But I think one of the critical things with these raised beds is access to water. Uh, you've got to have water to keep the plants uh, uh, firm and not going to stress. And of course, I think we're possibly, uh, I think we might be looking at a dry summer this year, unfortunately. I have I've got, back yes, uh, that's, that's my concern. Uh, we know that the whole southwest corner of the, of the United States has been in a long term severe drought, and it may be coming our way. We're going to take a break real quick, and we'll be right back. This is Jeff Weaver with the Columbus Connection. Has your heater or air conditioner busted? Appliance broken? Computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. With an A-plus BBB rating and a top-rated home warranty company on Consumer Affairs and Trustpilot, ARW Home provides superior service, featuring the industry's lowest service call fee. ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances, heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Call 800-201-1478 to customize your plan. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Call 800-201-1478 now for your free quote. That's 800-201-1478.
And we're back with the Columbus Connection. This is Jeff Weaver. I'm here with my friend Milton Parker. Milton, a lot of people get kind of intimidated when they think in terms of a garden. They see these great big one and two acre plots that people have been working on for 15 and 20 and even longer, even more years sometimes. It doesn't take that much effort for a raised garden, does it? That's correct. And of course, in an agricultural county like Columbus, a lot of people do have uh, in-ground garden and have done so for many years. But for people in, in town, uh, in, the, in the towns that we've got in Columbus County, uh, the need for growing vegetables in small containers or the raised beds, uh, it's really simple. Uh, you just need some lumber and you need some soilless mix. I do not recommend topsoil because you're dealing with stuff that you don't know what's in the soil. Right. Uh, if they do need, if they do use it, it needs to be screened. But we recommend the bagged uh, soilless mix, potting soil, if you may. Uh, and you're talking about an estimated cost of 150 to 200 dollars per bed. That's everything. That's the mix, the the uh, nails or the screws, and and the uh, lumber. And then what can you? What size of bed are we talking about here? Most of the time, it's going to be a four foot by eight foot wide. That's so either. It's not something that's going to dominate, take up a whole bunch of space no, in the yard. No. Um, and the height can vary from either twelve inches or sixteen inches. Now, the beds I've got in my yard are sixteen inches high and they're four by eights. And when I finish one crop, I come right behind it with another crop. Yeah, I think that's when you and I first started talking about this thing. I had meant to ask you before, but you bring up a real good thing right there. I mean, it's not just going to sit there for the rest of the year. Okay, we've we've gotten all our tomatoes and all of our peppers, so therefore it's just going to sit there now. It's not going to do that. Not if no, it's not going to do that because by by the time you get to the middle of July, when we can have some very intense temperatures, it's about quitting time until about the first week in September. So just because your spring garden is quit either due to dry weather or heat, you need to make plans for a fall garden. So you're extending the use of these raised beds. So in late August, you can sow these beds with, again, another crop of your wish uh, or come in and direct uh, plant with, uh, with uh, transplants. And you, you can actually have a fall vegetable garden right on up until Thanksgiving. But most people, uh, by the time you get to July, they don't think about what you can grow in those beds in the fall. You can come back in there and put collards in there, cabbage, broccoli, onions, carrots. Now, carrots is a good crop that you can carry over starting in September, and uh, you can pick carrots all year round out of those That's it. That I did not realize. And so uh, you can have these raised beds and have something in it from uh, late February until July. You skip a couple, uh, six or eight weeks, come back in September, October, and November, and have stuff for the supper table until Thanksgiving. I think that's something that so many people have forgotten. I mean, my parents, my grandparents, your parents and grandparents, I mean, they... They relied on these gardens. Mm-hmm. They relied on gardens like that, and we've uh, we've gotten generation generationally, we've gotten away from that because there's a grocery store on every corner. 
And if there's not a grocery store, there's a restaurant on every corner. Well, it's it's uh, it's it's wake up time for people, uh, uh, particularly training using these garden areas, these raised beds, as a teaching tool for the next generation to say, these are what they're all about. Here's when you put them in, you know, and what you do when you harvest them. Well, so how can someone go about participating in this project? Well, they can contact me. I'm basically serving as the project uh, facilitator coordinator. It's called Feed My People. And uh, we have a leadership team together. I've got some more work to be done on that. But they can contact me. Now, I do not have a card, uh, but they're more than welcome to contact me. You know, everybody's operating on the iPhones and the iPads now. Yeah. But they can contact me, and I'll be willing to work with them particularly with the churches. I would love to work with the pastors to get these raised beds in. And they they can contact me. My phone is 910-625-5184, or they can email me at uh, yamman55-2002 at yahoo.com. Most people will deal with texting. I'm not on social media, but I will text or talk to people directly. Well, we're going to take another break real quick. We'll be right back with the Columbus Connection and more from Milton Park. Let's say life knocks on your door and you need money to live on or pay bills. What do you do? Would your life be better if you were able to take the equity you've built in your home and spend it any way you want? Well, here's an idea. Call Easy Knock. They can help you convert the equity in your home into cash in just a few days. If your home is worth $100,000 or more, Easy Knock will buy it from you. You get the money you need and you stay in your home as a renter. Plus, depending on your program, you can buy it back at any time. If you think you might not qualify, remember, we can say yes when your bank says no. Call Easy Knock now and get the cash you need out of your home. 800-245-1537. That's 800-245-1537. And welcome back to Columbus Connection, everyone. This is Jefferson Weaver. I'm here with my friend Milton Parker. We're talking about the Feed My People Raised Bed Gardening Program. Now, how, what does one do? How do we get into this thing? Well, it's obviously uh, being committed to it, understanding the implications of it from a physical standpoint. But the most important thing is the spiritual end of it. Because if you study the Old Testament, it was all agriculture. Yep, one end or the other. I mean, That's cucumbers, right. figs, you name it. So food is the lifeline of the United States of America. It's not steel, it's not automobiles. It's food and water. And so people need to realize how important it is. But when I, the Lord gave me the vision, feed my people, uh, and I shared this with our, at our first meeting, that this is uh, and should be 
a spiritual ministry to the people. Because when people are hungry, they're not going to listen to the gospel. When they get satisfied, then they're going to listen. And so it's got the two aspects, both the physical end of it, feeding, plus, plus the spiritual side of it is saying, here's what the Bible says. If you don't work, you don't eat. And so I think it's going to have multiple implications from both sides, the physical and the spiritual. But I'm interested in the spiritual side to say, listen, are you lacking this? Here's we here's where we can help. Here's we we we've got someone over here that's got uh, fresh tomatoes. Somebody over here has got uh, eggplants that can. Get I know it that's to always you. been at every church I've ever been around, been involved in that was that was serious about doing mission work in the community. That was the, always one of the first things. You know, family comes up and says, "We've fallen on hard times and we need some food." And this is a way. Yeah, this is a, a way for good, healthy food, good, healthy, natural exactly, food. Exactly, and I think that we've got an opportunity right now, even as you and I speak, to reach more of the churches if they want to get involved. Now, obviously, six years ago, we had Go Tell Columbus Crusade, right. and we had a number of the churches mm-hmm. involved actively. But now we're on a very serious note where we can have more of the churches come together and, and connect, communicate, cooperate. And I'd like to see more of the churches get involved, which means we've got to talk with the pastors. Uh, I'm trying to get the word out to some of the pastors that I personally know to say, would you be interested, or your men's ministry, putting in a couple of raised beds? So that's what we're trying to do. We're we're trying to do it right in the ground and doing it physically, but getting the word out to say, here's what your church can do. You can get the the women's group or the men's group involved uh, from two aspects that the men can construct the uh, beds and the women can take the, the the harvested product and get it to the needy families. Well, and I've, as I keep emphasizing, this is something you can actually do. This is something everybody can participate in. And I mean, most of our rural churches have got a little bit of dirt on one side of the sanctuary or behind the fellowship hall or, mm-hmm. or even in the front yard for that mm-hmm. matter. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, there's there's room for a four by eight bed or a couple of four by eight beds mm-hmm. if people feel spirit led to do it mm-hmm. and spirit led to sit there and work on it and well, keep I, with it. I had my former coworker that I had replaced after he re- retired uh, at his church. He actually he had uh, raised beds and in ground and fed the needy of his congregation and those in his community. So it can be done and it can be done effectively, but it's going to take people working together. I think that's the, that's the thing we've got to sit there and emphasize over and over again. I mean, it can't just be one or two people. You know, the the old 90-10 rule, 90% of the work is done by 10% of the people. I mean, this is, this. is there's enough of this to be spread out. There's enough of this, enough opportunity. And it's simple enough that even somebody with a black thumb like me should be able to help. I mean, I kill every plant that I touch. Well, that's where I come in because I can train people to say, all right, you don't want the plants to dry out. You need to water them. The timeliness of watering and also insects, diseases, and weeds, which is integrated pest management, which is also where I come into contact. I can train the people at each of these sites on what to look for and what to anticipate. And again, I think we go back to what we mentioned earlier, that some of the stuff has been forgotten. You know, just in one or two generations, it's been mm-hmm. lost. Mm-hmm. 
And some folks might might honestly have no earthly idea what a particular bug looks like. Exactly. Whether it's a beneficial bug or a bad bug, for exactly. that matter. Because we do have some beneficial insects. Mm-hmm. So one of the things is to have this, to do it naturally, and to make people aware of what they can do right there at their particular church or location. And it's not just limited to churches. We've been talking about the spiritual aspect of it. But like you said, civic clubs, you're at the fairgrounds, one of the high schools, the hospital. I mean, everywhere that's got a little patch of green somewhere can have a little patch of vegetables. Growing and all they need to do is be willing. And I'm willing to go and do the training and the facilitating. It's just being willing to do this. And it'll involve some work. Uh, but I think it's a real opportunity for those in Columbus County to say, hey, I hadn't thought about this. It's just like that idea that when I was speaking to the Garden Club earlier this week, she comes up with a, well, can't, why can't the, the four active Garden Clubs have a, a raised bed of their own? What's that? A, you know, a round of applause for you folks with the Garden Clubs who are stepping up to do that. We really, that's really a nice move on y'all's part and just a really, really good gesture. You're not just about flowers. You are actually a civic organization trying to help folks. And I think that's a, a last good point is we'd like to see the civic clubs involved, uh, whether it's at Lake Waccamaw or here in Whiteville or Tabor City. Milton, thank you so much for coming to be with us today. Well, thank you for having me. And you mind giving us your contact information again? Yes, once more. It's Milton Parker. I'm retired agricultural extension agent for Columbus and Robson Counties. My phone number is 910-625-5184. My email is yamman55-2002 at yahoo.com. I said yamman because all my extension career, I was working with sweet potatoes. And we'll talk about sweet potatoes another day. Mm -hmm. Folks, have a wonderful day out there. This is Jefferson Weaver with the Columbus Connection. This has been the Columbus Connection with Jefferson Weaver. If you have a story that you want to share with us or a comment on a previous program, you can email us at columbusconnection at columbuscountynews.com. The Columbus Connection is produced by Jones Media Partners, and the program is recorded live at the WTXY Studios in downtown Whiteville, North Carolina. Our in-studio producer is Daryl Jackson. Be sure to join us next week for another edition of the Columbus Connection. Thanks for listening.